Are you in search of your perfect cup of coffee at home? Do you crave a fresh cup of joe from the comfort of your own kitchen? Well, look no further because Black Sun Coffee is here to help. The medium roast from Black Sun Coffee features notes of Brazil nut, grapefruit, and oak. The freshness is guaranteed to start your day off right. Go to blacksuncoffee.com, that's B-L-V-C-K, and use the promo code CONFIDENCE20 for 20% off your next purchase. I'm Leah Shaw, and welcome to The Confidence Factor. Self-reflection is important. Self-reflection is necessary. You want to improve? You want to evolve? Then you must engage in self-reflection. Part of being confident is being unafraid to hold up the mirror on our own selves. Keep developing the things you like and the things that serve you, and then get rid of the things that have no place. If you don't like something about yourself, take agency in your own life and change it. Still be who you are, but continuously strive to be a better version of yourself. Today's guest teaches us not to sit and accept what we don't like, how to be bold, and the importance of controlling the narrative of how you show up in a space. Let's listen. All right. So I'm about to rattle off this list of all the things today's guest does. And you may not believe it is possible to do and be all of these things. But I'm here to tell you, because I've witnessed most of them firsthand, that it is. Today's guest is a singer, voice researcher, voice teacher, music director, professor, clinician, author, entrepreneur, and budding social media star. A singer-singer, today's guest has been featured as a soloist in many productions, choirs, groups, and stages. Some of those organizations include the Akron Symphony, Opera Columbus, Opera Project Columbus, Tuscarora's Philharmonic, and Ricky Dillard and the New Generation Chorale. He has also served as a music director and vocal coach for many musical productions in the community, including with the Millennial Theater Project, the Youngstown Playhouse, and the Akron Art Museum. He is an assistant professor professor, excuse me, of theater at Point Park University, a professor of voice at St. Mary's College of California, and an adjunct professor at Youngstown State University. He holds a Bachelor of Arts in Music from the University of Akron, has earned a Master of Arts in Voice Pedagogy from the Ohio State University, and has completed coursework in Communication Sciences and Disorders at the University of Wisconsin. He is an assistant professor of theater at Point Park University, a professor of voice at St. Mary's College of California, and an adjunct professor at Youngstown State University. He also holds a Bachelor of Arts in Music from the University of Akron, has earned a Master of Arts in Voice Pedagogy from the Ohio State University, and has completed coursework in Communication Sciences and Disorders at the University of Wisconsin-Eau Claire. He is the founder of the Jaron M. LeGreer Studio, an international studio that specializes in providing voice training for singers and speakers. Through his studio, he has branched into providing goods and wearable merchandise that promotes holistic and vocal health. 
His studio has garnered attention from celebrities and has a vastly growing YouTube channel with over 12,000 subscribers, which with over, excuse me, a 12,000 subscriber increase in a matter of just three months. As a researcher, he has presented research on various voice-related topics around the world. Now, Norma, I don't read the entire bio, but it is critical to this man's journey, which I am honored to have had been a small part of. Please welcome my favorite LaGreer and my favorite person to take pictures with. Yes, I'm going on record. Everybody know it. <laughs> Mr. Jaren LaGreer, welcome to The Confidence Hello. Factor. Hello. Hello, <laughs> So yeah, Manny might kill me, but it's okay. He'll be all right. <laughs> I, have a, I was telling my mom on the way here, I'm like, I have an entire Facebook album. Hello? Devoted to pictures of the two of us. That's right. It's never going away. It's never going away. This okay. has been a thing for years. So, years, decade, over decade. Yeah. Wow. So, needless to say, we've been each, in each other's lives for uh, quite some time. Yeah. I was, I, yeah, apparently so. I mean, I'm trying to, I was trying to think when you asked me, you know, when did we meet? And I honestly can't remember ever, quote unquote, meeting you or like many people. I feel like I've always known you. Mm -hmm. I just, I feel like, yeah, I just feel like, okay, yeah, Leah's always been there. You know, it's never been a, I met Leah when. Right. It's never been that. He's just like, oh, Leah, that's just Leah, you know? So, yeah. Well, I'm excited to talk to you today. I know, likewise. It looks like a little bit of a reunion. I know. We haven't seen each other in a while. So we're just going to have a little conversation about confidence and let's just see how it goes. So. First question, how do you define confidence? <laughs> I think, you know, as an Enneagram 8, I like to keep things very simple <laughs> and very straightforward. And I think it boils down to believing in oneself. Mm-hmm. Me, I think that is the underlining um, d- uh, definition of confidence. You know, mm-hmm. I can go into a whole, uh, you know, dissertation about you know this what this means but at least honestly just believing in oneself believing yourself enough to you know pursue and push whatever you want to do or do whatever you want to do but I think it just believing in oneself is the confidence is that's kind of the 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 baby of it all is believing in oneself awesome so Mm -hmm. keeping that in mind how did Uh you get to this place where you believe in yourself how did you get Mm -hmm. to this place where this is your definition of confidence (laughs) (sighs) <sighs> I think, number one, my faith mm-hmm. was a huge part of it, just believing enough of who God said I was to say, okay, I can do the things God said I can do, mm-hmm. which is all things through Christ who thinks me, you know, it's a strength of me, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. So through that, you know, I was able to do that, you know, also <clears throat> on the outside, I had a great support, have a great support system um, with two wonderful parents, um, two wonderful brothers, a lovely niece who supports me, her baba. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and so of course, friends, including you and other people who have just always surrounded me with, with strength. Um, but I think for myself, mm-hmm. I think it, my confidence came as a result of my support system, my faith in God, but also faith in myself, in my ambition. I've always been very ambitious. I remember one time in particular when I was at my church I grew up at, the old church when I grew up when I was little, mm-hmm. and the Jordans came out. 
this is so random, but this is gonna show you why I'm confident in you know how I defined it. So the Jordans came out and I was very persistent and ambitious with my asking. I wrote notes every Sunday, emails, oh my gosh, printed letters out. And you know, my parents kept saying, no, 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 it's mm-hmm. too expensive. And I said, oh no, I'm gonna get these Jordans if if I'm gonna get them. You know, and I kept pushing it. I've always been ambitious. I ended up getting the Jordans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I've always been ambitious in that way. And so I think for me, I've never really struggled with, you know, defining who I was as a person. I think sometimes my struggle came with, you know, hoping people accepted it. But but I think because of my ambition alone, I've been able to just believe myself enough to say I'm going to go after it. I've always just been super duper go for it. Let's just try it and see. Mm-hmm. Um, once again, as a personality, I've always been very headstrong with everything that I've done. And I think that's kind of exuded my confidence. Now, do I feel confident in everything? Not all the time, but my ambition kind of pushes me enough to go for it and to see, you know, what happens, you know? So I think that's where my confidence comes from, just my ambition, just to try. Mm-hmm. So, so as someone who, I guess I could say, who's, who's naturally confident or has a natural self-assurance mm-hmm. do you has do you think you've always outwardly demonstrated that no okay <laughs> no how did um, you get to a place where you were comfortable enough in displaying the confidence that was always on the inside but now mm-hmm. displaying it for all to see mm-hmm. if that makes sense um that's a good question i think my comfort, my my comfortability to outwardly show it came with maturity of mm. just getting older. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm not the same Jaren I was even at 27, 28. I'm not the same Jaren I was then than I was that I am now, especially not 21, 22. Um, or you know, 15, 14 high school Jaren is definitely different than now, Jaren. Um, but I think a lot of that just came from maturity and experience of you got one life to live at the end of the day. And the and the or and the more you mature, the the you know the more life keeps going. And it's almost like, for me, it was like, am I going to let people dictate you know who I am and what I do to the point where I don't, I am not satisfied or fulfilled with my own calling, mm-hmm. um, in my own in my own you know ambitions and things like that. And I was like, I think at a certain point the wheels just kind of started turning. Like, I got to do something with this. You know, like what I want to do, I have to make sure this happens for me. Um, and also, I think part of it, just being honest, was prove people wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's part of my confidence was, you know, people said, oh, you can't do this. I said, okay, I, I can't, so I will. And then I did it, you know. So then to me, that was part of the whole, you know, confidence factor, of, especially in my career. It's just, you know, because people, when I first started, kept saying, oh, yeah, what you're doing is weird. What you're trying to do with the whole voice thing is very strange. Uh, it's people like really weird. said that? Mm-hmm. People need to people. shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? People really <laughs> said that, like, in, I mean, grad school, beyond. I mean, people really said that, or they just kind of didn't take me seriously when I was mm-hmm. younger. And I was just kind of like, but I, I know what I'm trying to do, you know, and I kind of had a. I just always had this clear mindset of how I wanted to treat my career and go after the things I wanted to go after. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, it's so interesting. Now these very same people are calling me for panels. And, oh, I'm sure. And, 
you know, they call, you know, oh, I remember when Jaren, I said, oh, do you? <laughs> you know, um, so I think that's part of my, you know, confidence too, was just by way of proving people wrong because of my personality. Mm-hmm. I think that it, that exemplified the confidence. So I'm, I'm going to conquer this, not just do it, but conquer it, you know, overcome it, whatever the case may be. Um, and then by that, the results um, have been amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just going after stuff you know, just seeing what happens. Mm -hmm. One thing that has always impressed me about you, when you say you're going to do something, you do it. You And even watching how you've moved and the things that you've developed and even watching your brand grow, you have Mm -hmm. a very clear point of view. You have a very clear aesthetic. It's very Mm -hmm. clear. And it's, that's, that's not a coincidence. And so, mm-hmm. and I think because you've had this concept in your head and you've always had it, and you've always known what it looked like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Even if no mm-hmm. one else knew what it looked like, you could see it. And it's so clear. Mm-hmm. It's so very clear and very clearly articulated. So, um, yeah, that's always just impressed me about you. Because wow. when you say it, you do it. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm telling you. And Even if you start it, you might be like, mm, maybe not right now. But then mm-hmm. you always come back around to it. Mhm mhm I remember speaking of that I remember when I quit my doctor program mm-hmm. and you talked to me and you were just like I remember you saying something to the effect of that but it was kind of like you 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 are always true to yourself no matter what and you knew this wasn't for you and you stepped down and she and I remember you saying like you'll be fine you you like you're going to be okay in in the moment I didn't feel it you know cuz mm-hmm. I just quit the doctor program and I felt like a big failure um but I always think about the conversation when I think about you um how you said that to me I don't know if you remember um I don't know if you texted me or called me or whatever but I mm. remember it was 2015 I remember when I was told you cuz you talk about the doctor programs all the time mm-hmm. I want to go um and at the time I think you were still in the masters but I don't know I don't even remember I, or maybe we were finishing I don't remember but I just remember <laughs> Talking to you about, you know, mm-hmm. higher education. And when I told you I was stepping down, you were like, um, I I respect the fact that you do what's best for you and that mm-hmm. you go after, you know, you are doing what is best for you and go after what is for you. And, you know, you'll be fine. And, you know, I turned out fine. So say, it looks you know, like everything's fine to me. Yeah, everything's <laughs> fine. You know, but but still, you know, I just I think about a conversation like when I think about mm-hmm. you um, in just that moment. So that was huge. Hey, as someone who started a doctoral program and then stopped, I can only speak what I know. Did I come Amen. back around to that thing and finish? I did, but in mm-hmm. that moment, it, that it just and I was and I wasn't being true to myself. I said I was going to mm-hmm. do these things and I wanted to be in this type of program, and then I do the program that's the opposite of everything mm-hmm. I said I was going to do. So, yep, yeah, I can only speak what I know. Mm-hmm. I love, but that you too. turned out just fine well, to the surprise you. of no one. <laughs> so what would you say is your confidence factor? Like what is like I I did I talked to Alicia a couple of weeks ago and uh-huh. she called it her special sauce. So what mm-hmm. or her special juice? And so like what is the the one word or phrase that you would feel like this is this is Jaren's confidence factor. This is how I show up. Authenticity. Mhm. Yeah. That's my confidence factor. I feel like mm-hmm. I always tell people, I said, I don't care if I'm going to be in front of the top voice professionals in the world 
or my friends at church, you're going to get the same jeering across the board. Even in my YouTube videos, the, and people are always, <laughs> they're always pleasantly surprised when they call me, like, they, you know, people who find me on YouTube and mm-hmm. get to me, they're always surprised at how the same I am on my YouTube videos than I am in person. I was like, no, I'm, I am the, I don't change. I am the same <laughs> across the board. Because when you sign up, when you ask for jeering, you're going to get jeering. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think because I'm always true to myself in that way, I'm able to be comfortable in my own skin in all arenas. And people know what to expect of me. And because I don't have to put on airs or put on anything, I could just walk into a room. You know, I'm going to say y'all. I'm going to say, you know, these words that I always say. I'm going to say this stuff, you know. I'm going to use a little a, um, AV a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I'm going to use a little bit of it. That's just who I am. And I've never been a person to back on who I am in that way, especially as a Black man. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I've, you know, I've kept that element of me. And I think that's part of my magic. I think it's part of my, my sauce, as Alicia say, mm-hmm. you know. It's just my authenticity. So I'll just say my authenticity, I think, is my confidence factor because it's real. Mm-hmm. You know, it's real. You know, I could just, it's just me. And so I can be confident in what's real to me, you know, because I know it's, you know, it's it's a fact, it's reality, mm-hmm. you know. So from that, I think that's really, you know, my, uh, my, comp, my, my sauce is the authenticity. So mm-hmm. I just say authenticity is my confidence factor. That's what I would say. I would agree. <laughs> Not that anybody asked me, but I would agree. <laughs> uh, <laughs> can you think of a moment when, your confidence factor was on full display. Like everything was just, everything was working. And like, Mm -hmm. yeah. I would say, I think I've had several moments of this. Mm -hmm. Can I give two? Sure. Okay. Let me, let me relatively quick. So one, I think it came in a full swing in London when I went to London to present Mm -hmm. my workshop. Um, I'm in a room, you know, full of people who don't look like me. I'm mm-hmm. the only one, only black person in the room in the whole conference. Um, and so I come the in. Whole you know, I, oh. The whole The whole conference. Wow. And it, I just don't think a lot of black people are aware of the whole mm-hmm. Esther voice thing that I do, you know, mm-hmm. which is, you know, I love it. And I remember, you know, I walk in, I got these long locks, you know, I got, you know, darker skin, you know, and I walk in, you know, I'm ready, you know, and of course the first day I walk in late, but that's okay. That's, it was the time change just got to me. London, woo, they five hours ahead, it was a little different. But, but, but I remember I was the last workshop and I was teaching my gospel music mm-hmm. and I had to sing a song and I was so nervous to be last because you have these top voice scientists in the world literally mm-hmm. are sitting in this room and they're waiting for this gospel and I'm thinking you want me from like I'm from USA Akron Ohio like you know <laughs> but I remember getting up there and in the way they responded, I I can I almost was in tears. Mm-hmm. I didn't ask them to stand up. I asked them to clap. I didn't ask them to do any of that. Like they they got so into it and they were so excited, you know, about the music. And it wasn't coming from a, oh my gosh, you know, like a almost like a it was a, it was coming from an authentic place for them. They wanted this outlet because mm-hmm. everything was so sit down and you know sit up and write your notes. Your question about this and you know dignity about that. You know all these questions. Mm-hmm. So when I got up there and I said, "All right, y'all, we about to sing." You know, like just was myself. They like beamed and I mean the room just uproared and and sounded because everybody that can sing. So it was a lot of good singing. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was one of the moments where we're like, man, like really what I love to do 
is now taking seriously in my career, you mm-hmm. know? Because obviously I love gospel. I grew up, you right. know, we all grew up singing at church, you know, mm-hmm. we sung, you know, sung together for years. Um, and so that's always been a part of who I am, my authenticity, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I think that came in a full swing, that moment, them 45 minutes, I was up on the stage talking about how to sing gospel and then teaching them Ricky Diller song. I just, it just came into full swing. And I'm just so excited about that. The other moment, I think, was when I hit 10K on YouTube in January. Mm-hmm. Because for so long, now this is another thing I was confident in, was my voice, my speaking voice. Mm-hmm. I didn't like how I sounded when I spoke, mm-hmm. you know. Um, for years, I didn't like it. I, I didn't like talking on the phone. People thought I was on my mom. To this day, they still do. My niece thinks I'm glammy when I'm on the phone. This happened last week. So this is not <laughs> anything. This is what, But... When I when my YouTube channel started taking off in that way, and it just grew by the by the leaps and bounds. I mean, a thousand every five days, mm-hmm. and people, I, it was just weird because people in a great way because people were buying into who I was as a person. I never thought people would buy into me in that way, mm-hmm. but people mm-hmm. were just like, "Wow, he's he's so his precise so infectious." And I'm thinking like, "I'm you know not that I'm boring. But I'm just going like." Eh, Whatever, I'm just being myself mm-hmm. on camera. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god, you smell so much, and your hair is amazing, and yeah. you know, my, you know, all this stuff. And I'm like, wow, people are really looking at me, and <laughs> you know, and and just knowing that what I love once again was being, um, was being was being a blessing and being you know enriching to so many people, mm-hmm. um, at once. It was just like, whoa, like where are these people coming from? You know. Um, and I think when I hit that 10K, like I, I cried. I, I, I remember sitting in this very chair. It was a 10,023. That was a number that switched. Mm-hmm. And I remember looking at my computer. I have a desktop right here and I just started crying. I call mm-hmm. my mom crying. I was just so like, it's just so many emotions because I worked so hard on this brand and mm-hmm. who, who the studio was and what the studio is to then 10,000 people already are like tuning in. And now I'm close. I think I'm, 13 or 14 case. I'm like 13 case. I wanted to do, but, mm-hmm. um, but I mean, just, just still, and I haven't posted in two months, but I think that moment of 10 K was just like, Jaren, what you doing design in vain? Like Pete, mm-hmm. it, it, this is it. This is what you've been praying for, waiting on. And I yeah. still think there's a lot more, you know, but just mm-hmm. those two moments recently were huge for me. Um, of just like, wow, like this is something I made. This mm-hmm. is something that I burst out of my brain, yeah. you know? And now it's like, people are really like looking for it and like taking it in. And like, you know, I mean, people have been messaging me, where your videos at? I <laughs> video. You know, but I was like, I had to move and be a mean and adult for a second. I said, right. so I'm get back on this month. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to get back to recording. I said, but I had to just take a beat and take care of some things. Right. Um, but yeah, I think those two were about two, recently, those two biggest moments were those two moments. The, um, the conference in London did, mm-hmm. Was there an Instagram post? Was there a yeah. video? I thought so. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I thought that, I was, thought that was a video. That was yeah. it. Yeah. Good singing. Good singing. Real good okay. singing. Uh-huh. Real good singing. <laughs> I was like, all right, y'all. And and like I said, they responded so enamored. Like, it was just like, uh-huh. you know, I had to do no pulling. They was, as soon as I sang the first note, they was on their feet. I was like, wait. <laughs> No, we didn't even get the song yet, but so yeah, that was that moment. That's uh-huh. awesome. So for my final question, if you could pick a number between one and thirty-two. Okay. And then, oh, just pick just, a number. Yeah, pick a number. Okay. I'm gonna 
say 14. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So knowing what you know now and knowing what you've experienced and what you've learned and how you've grown in your confidence, your outward confidence, what would you tell your 14-year-old self? <laughs> um, <laughs> I think I would tell him, you're going to be just fine. Mm-hmm. Everything's going to be okay. At 14, I was in high school, and I really didn't know what I wanted. To, I knew I wanted to sing, but I didn't know how I wanted to do everything. Mm-hmm. And I think that I remember questioning a lot of things like, do I really want to be a singer? Do I really want to? Because people think when you sing and when you do this, when you're an artist, when you're whatever, they think you have to be just that mm-hmm. and you can't be anything else. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I've always loved singing, but I never, I never really had a, a passion for it to be my main, 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 main thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I call it a lucrative hobby, if you will. Okay, I like so, that. Ooh, I, 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 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just let it be fun and make money with it. I like it. <laughs> so, so yeah, but I think I would just tell my fourteen-year-old self, "You'll be okay. You'll be fine. They'll love that voice that you have that you hate right now. Mm-hmm. They're gonna love it." At some point, you know, they're going to they're going to love the fact that you got different hair and different stuff going on. They're going to love it. You, they don't like it now because they don't understand it, but they're going to love it later. Just just hold on. Just just, just hold on to it. You'll be just fine. You know, use that voice. Don't let it go. Um, be the soprano you always have been. <laughs> You'll be just fine. You're not a bass. I, well, in my spirit, I'm a bass. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we. Well, I'm a bass in my spirit, but like you know, mm-hmm. the overtones. Any song like a soprano, that's what it is. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so yeah, I would just tell my 14 year old self that you'll be fine. They'll love it. They'll love it. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so, so much uh, for being here today and for sharing uh, your journey and just some of the lessons that you've learned. Over the years, I really appreciate it. But before you go, it, mm-hmm. let everybody know where they can find you on social media, YouTube, all of that. And then what are you working on next? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so my socials for my studio, if you look up J-M-L-E-G-R-A-I-R-S-T-U-D-I-O on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, I am on all of those. My YouTube, if you type in Jaren M. LeGrere Studio, um, you can, you'll, or you type in my name on YouTube, I will pop up. Um, Jaren LeGrere, even if you want to pop, just type in that, or LeGrere, honestly, I'll probably t- pop in on that too. Um, so for subscribe me, uh, subscribe me, subscribe <laughs> to my YouTube channel, my studio YouTube channel, um, and follow me on any socials that you choose to want to follow me on. <clears throat> um, you can also book a session if you want for a private voice or speech coaching at jmlegrerestudio.com. Um, I do private coaching and things like that for all of my clients. Um, and so find me on there. I love to see and talk to you. Um, you know, and what I'm working on right now, honestly, is kind of getting back to being a visionary. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping to build a team. I am mm-hmm. going to start building a team this month. It's been about three years in the making, help God, but mm-hmm. we are there now. And so um, I want to get back to kind of executing some projects that I've kind of put on the back burner because I had to be doing other things. So, mm-hmm. you know, maybe some workshops and master classes um, in the very near future, um, expanding into 
teaching children ongoing mm-hmm. um, in the very near future. Um, so just things like that, just small little projects, kind of expanding the brand again and kind of getting back to that. Um, some new products are on the on the on the horizon as well. Yay. So you know, hopefully this summer, either a fall, we'll see some of that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, COVID kind of stopped some of these products from happening, right. honestly. So I feel like things are starting to kind of pick back up with that. So I'm hoping this summer we can kind of go back to mm-hmm. kind of finishing these projects that I have um, in my in my to, on my to do list, I should say. So yeah, just kind of working on creative stuff. Hopefully singing some more. Mm-hmm. YouTube will be coming back or season two. Somebody said, this is your next season. I said, come on, season. Oh, right now. Season. Oh, right, right. <laughs> I'm like, I season. I love it. So I season it. two will be coming later on in March or April. So, I'll, you know, so follow me on the socials. You'll see the debut of that. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. All right. And just a note. Um the the vocal co- the vocal classes and the vocal coaching is not just for singers. It's not. So yes, I just it's, yep. Everybody, speakers, podcasts, YouTube, you name it. I've had corporate, um, nonprofit mm-hmm. leaders, politicians, you name it. I've had it in here. So yes, for everybody, use your voice. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's it. Thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for having me, friend. Yay! And we're done. <laughs> ah! Oh. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening to The Confidence Factor. Be sure to check out my website at www.beshawesome.com. You can also check me out on Instagram at b.shawesome. As always, thank you to Golden Ox Studios for making this a reality week after week. Factor.